This is the Big Motor Small Blade Podcast. He's Buddy Pulley. I'm yeah. Seth Dolby. And ladies and gentlemen, or mostly gentlemen, we have 7% female audience. Um, the curse is broken. What curse? The, um, the Dolbowski curse has been broken. Chase Elliott has finally broken through. And um, I would love to read a poem uh, for everybody. These pages are blank. Poem? What the fuck? Yes, I would like. I would like to read a poem. This is this is wild. Yes. Um, Sorry, it's so hot in here. I just let the fact that Seth is doing a poem blow right over my head. Um, eat a bag of dicks. (laughs) (laughs) Eat an entire bag of dicks. Chase Elliott, Little William Clyde. Thank you. Now we can proceed. With the rest yeah. of the episode. <laughs> oh Lord. Yeah. Um, yeah, the Dolbowski curse is broken. Um, I've been racking my brain all day as to what 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 broke it. Um so for those of you who don't know, um Chase Elliott has not won since Road America last year. We all know this. Well, the race after Road America was Atlanta. Who was at Atlanta? Seth and I. Well, who was at the fence? I know, Seth is blown away by my grammar. Buddy just used proper grammar. I cannot believe it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Who is sitting or who is standing right at the fence during driver intros at Atlanta? None other than Sethery Dolbowski. (laughs) The small Dolbowski. The small Dolbowski himself. And what does Seth yell at the most popular driver who is the defending champion who is on the pole at his home track? He yells, and I quote, eat a bag of dicks, an entire bag of dicks. Boo. End quote. And... He had not won since then. Yep. And it and, was all and I re-upped. I re-upped in Indianapolis uh, to his face. So to like, his face. So he heard me at, at Atlanta because he, he did the knows, like he knows who you are. Yeah, he, he heard me in Atlanta. He did the little head turn, like what the yeah, fuck was he that? He definitely like turned around like did this motherfucker really? But he definitely got to put a face to it at indianapolis so my yeah. theory is is that basin two thumbs up and two thumbs up the most chase elliott way you could possibly we gotta put react. the video in now that the curse is broken we have to put the video in from indy all right here's here's the video and we're back um so my theory now is that so how many races after after Atlanta was Indianapolis? Six? Sure. I believe. I believe it was six. So it could have the, been six. It was only like a month later. Okay, then f- four. four. Doesn't matter. Four. Go ahead. So, well, this is important, buddy. So if you do it and then re-up it four or five weeks later, whatever it was. And it will last you 23 weeks. 
So I'm banking on that this weekend. Wait, no. Will we get to see him again in four weeks? I don't know, but wouldn't it be you subtract the four weeks from that? So what, what race was four weeks ago? What race was four? Oh, Jesus. We were there, but I don't uh, – uh, Martinsville, wasn't it? Martinsville. Ah. Was it? I think so. All, yes. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. If only he could have passed – he would have he would have won Martinsville, and that would have been that all adds up because you re-upped. We didn't get, have to see him win in person. Okay, ironically, so good yeah, man. Thank you, Seth Dolby. Ironically, this is the second time straight that Chase has won, and we're going to be there the next week, which is a lot better than my my twenty twenty um, luck with seeing Chase win, which was three times. Um, yeah. That Darth butthole. Anyway, <laughs> Can we, yeah. Um, yeah, um, I, to celebrate this, this glorious occasion and by glorious, I mean, unfortunate set of circumstances of this curse being broken. I brought up my Chewbacca koozie. Um, that is and, pretty awesome though. Where did you get that? <laughs> um, I got it at, I believe the Disney store, the Disney store. Okay. Yes. And, um, I brought, I use this specific koozie for a reason. Because I, I did not have time to buy the t-shirt that I wanted to buy. So I, I got this Chewbacca koozie because Star Wars is a Disney product. And who is the face of Disney? None other than Mickey Mouse. And I felt like that was the appropriate koozie to use after a Chase Elliott victory. So, so in, the, in the vein of Disney, I'm going to pull a Goofy and say, <laughs> I'll fucking do it again. I'm gonna I hope that put, means... I'm going to try and put the curse back okay. on him. Yes. All right. Thank That's you. That's what that means. Thank you. Um, but Goofy, you did it. Or no. Goofy, shut the fuck up. We all know you did it. <laughs> Murder! I really hope no one in our viewership has ever seen that. And you just sound like a complete and utter moron right now uh, um well, anyway they've seen it or not i still sound like a complete nutter more <laughs> that's okay. true um anyway um i will be fucking with the strap on this chewbacca koozie for the rest of the video and um yeah and anyway one beer because that's what you do yes um <laughs> yeah i need to move my mini well my mini fridge is up here i need to plug my mini fridge back up here and we can just roll with it um, anyway, so that's been, that was the intro of the show. Don't forget to subscribe and um, subscribe and check out our recent videos. We interviewed Kyle Larson a couple days ago. It's up on the. Uh, yeah. Let me reiterate um, that. We interviewed Kyle. Interviewed. Interviewed Kyle Larson. Kyle and Larson. Logan Shuhart and Sheldon Hodenshield. But Not we also interviewed. Out. Yeah. Yeah. But we also interviewed Kyle Larson a couple days ago. Buddy Poy Safari from Talladega, finally up. Um, Sorry. Not, well, <laughs> yeah, I was about to say not not for a lack of effort. Seth has been he he he's had a rough couple weeks. We've all had a rough couple weeks. We had a it's, rough day. It's really difficult to uh, to edit these kinds of yeah. videos while you're also going to the racetrack every weekend. And yeah, it, yeah, we get. I'm it. not complaining, um, but. Yeah. Um, and then a little update on Bushwhacker. We haven't done Bushwhacker in a couple of weeks. We've decided that Bushwhacker will only be done if there's an Xfinity and a truck race in the same weekend. So Bushwhacker will return this weekend for 
Darlington. Um, and then we'll also kind of touch on the last few weeks as well. Yeah. Yeah. Touch we'll, touch yeah. On. We'll yeah, tie it in. Yeah. Um, but with that being said, um, the Xfinity race at Dover, um, we didn't get much, much of it. We were on the way to Bristol for the World of Outlaws race. Um, Josh Berry won, which Ooh. cheers <laughs> to that. Good for old Josh, man. I should have worn my Josh Berry shirt. Damn. Um, I decided to wear my backing in the wind shirt because Chase Elliott backed into a wind. Um, I guess we'll get there. <laughs> we will get there. Um, Everybody as backs into a wind at some point. Yeah, as I set down my beer and then immediately pick it back up because I have like ADHD or something and have to fuck with something at all times. Um, Josh Berry won his third win of his career. Um, man, Josh it can't be said enough how cool it is that Josh Berry's doing what he's doing. I mean, he came from literally just short track racing for years and a better part of a decade. Did you just say the keyword? Huh? Did you just say short track racing? Why do you have the short track racing glasses on standby at every video? I got them and I've got the Dayglo (laughs) douchebag glasses. God bless America. (laughs) Um, but anyway, for the better part of a decade running for junior and Xfinity series and just to see what he's doing, like I said, third one of his career now and, uh, getting that season on track the junior motorsports Xfinity cars has just been super strong. Um, but getting away from that, um, the, uh, the weather, um, sorry about that. My microphone was. Uh, not to my liking we'll put it like that um Seth didn't really understand what I was complaining about I'm still not 100 percent sure <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm finicky man I know what you're saying I just didn't experience it <laughs> it's, it, it, it's like like uh, I'm like a race car driver man my digital dash was not like a hundred percent the way I wanted it to be so I had to I had to, I had to fuck with it it didn't react uh, like an analog dash <laughs> uh. <laughs> Uh, uh, God damn. <laughs> you, can't, you can't do that i just did i mean i'm gonna leave it but you can't do that <laughs> yeah um anyway gur mondays um yeah it rained this race rained out from sunday to monday um it was a 70 what do we get 78 laps in or something I believe that was that was the number I said on on the Big Motor Big Blade podcast. So yeah, that's what we're gonna go with. Um, yeah, and we're beating a dead horse, but this all could have been avoided by just noon start times. Literally, yeah, hey, yeah, because I mean, the race restarted it. It restarted at noon um, on Monday, and it was over by what three ten, three fifteen. No, it was like two thirty, two forty five. No, I was watching the end of the race. Oh, really? Okay, maybe I was looking at my phone. It was like three something. Yeah. It was like barely after three. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that would have that would have gotten us by the well, through the I end. Can tell of, you right now, because you texted me right when the race was over. That's true. Um, but even then, even if it started at like one o'clock, that puts us at like lap three hundred to three fifteen, three twenty. That's past halfway. Um, which I know we don't like rain shortened races, but it's better than postponing to Monday. I can tell you that. Yeah. Oh, wait. He must have texted me on Snapchat. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm invested in figuring out when this race ended now. And that's saying something too, because we had like what twelve cautions. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Well, they weren't all on Monday, but still. Yeah, and we would have at least gotten to halfway. That's yeah. that's the main thing. We would have at least gotten to halfway, and it would have been great because that was one of the biggest crowds we've seen at Dover in God knows how long. Dover's been a snooze fest for many years now. Um, I might be the only person I know that actually likes Dover. I mean, I enjoy Dover because, I mean, it is, it's a challenging track for the drivers, but as far as, like, optics, it's not, it has not been good. Yeah. Um, but we had a great crowd on hand, and it was a solid Dover race. It was yeah. one of the best Dover races we've seen in a while, and unfortunately, a lot of the fans didn't get to see it because TV is king, and they determine when these start times are, and apparently it's more important to um, do that than, I don't know. I felt like a whole lot more people would have watched on uh, Sunday afternoon than um, than on Monday afternoon. But that's just well, me. yeah, definitely. I mean, like my viewership didn't count, and I was kind of, sort of keeping up with it. Maybe not the most legal way, but you know, if Spectrum would would make me download an app to watch it, then I could do it. Yeah, Seth, it's not my fault. I don't have any space on my phone. Yeah, Seth has a <laughs> he has a jitterbug phone or some shit. I have a sixty dollar no Samsung something. Anyway, um, <laughs> anyway, um, another big story of the race was the loose wheels. I how many times have we talked about this already this season? I every I, race. Thing. Yeah, and here's the thing. My well, the main thing I have with it here is we saw the 11 car lose a have a wheel come off, and we saw the 16 car have a wheel come off. Both very pivotal parts of the race because Denningham was leading when it happened. Yeah, and apparently they decided that speed was more important than safety, and that's really kind of what this boils down to. Yeah, on one in one instance, one instance it was. They're, the AGR was just, you know, their pit stops were so fat. Their three-tire stop was so fast that, you know. <laughs> three-tire stop. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then, it is uh, faster if you can cut corners. Yeah, that's yeah. true. <laughs> um, and then I think it was the 16 where the, you know, the center lock lug is supposed to stay in the gun. Yeah from when you take it off to put it back on apparently it was just on the ground and that's why the 16s came off um i think that's what happened i can't exactly remember what the if that yeah. was, i got that backwards or not i'm pretty sure that's what it was either way um that's a that's an issue of that was something malfunctioning that's gonna happen i mean it's our first time doing this but as far as the speed over safety is what they'll 11 team and many teams are choosing the 20 team as well. They had a loose wheel on the same stop as Denny Hamlin did. Yeah. I mean, what? I mean, should penalize? we be, should we be shocked that it's Gibbs? Uh, no, I mean, no, absolutely you not. If you would have told me beginning of the year, like what team is going to have the most trouble with this and because they are um, just focusing solely on performance instead of accuracy. Well, Okay, I guess those kind of go hand in hand. Performance over safety or, you know, yeah. performance over getting the wheel on. 
risk versus reward basically because it's been it's been feast or famine for them because this year they have the fastest four tire and two tire stops in nascar history um but on top of that it's gonna increase your risk of doing something like this yeah. for sure and gibbs has always been like this and uh, i mean to their credit they've always had the fastest pit stops but my thing is how they're dealing with the penalties i mean i'm sorry what do they do what do they do they suspend the crew chief for four weeks that means crew chief and the uh well they, they they suspend the crew chief and they suspend the guy yeah the tire well, changer there's another issue with that here and i'll get on get on yeah no I, yeah second. If you really want to suspend the crew chief, some door bumper clear came up with a great idea. If you want to suspend the crew chief, guess what you do? You have them sit in the NASCAR truck for four weeks, no phone, no nothing. That's what they got to do. They got to sit in the NASCAR truck for four weeks. Because guess what? They're talking to the teams. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, that's why they were suspended the car chief last year is because it was, the crew chief didn't matter. I mean, it's. Yeah. They're gonna relay the information. Suspending the crew chief does nothing. I'm before, sorry. Before you move on to the point that I'm 100% sure you're about to make, um, suspending the crew chief, I think in this instance is even outside of that is dumb because they're not making the call to weave the fucking lug nut loose. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't change anything. Now I understand the point of, I guess that the crew chief is. In charge of it. In charge of it. Yeah, that, I get that point, but but if you're if you're trying to, okay, yeah, in that in that instance, yes, and even last year, like the crew chief made more sense to suspend them last year because they were the ones making the call to leave lug nuts loose. Yeah, they were the ones. Now, I mean, no crew chief is on the box right now saying, yeah, leave it loose. Yeah, I mean, there's no leaving it loose anymore unless you're Christopher Bell. Uh, it's it's either on or off. Yeah. Um, now, as far as penalizing the guy who um, who the tire changer. Yeah. I understand that to a degree, but you also got to get the call right. On the 11 team, they penalized the guy who was listed as the front tire changer but the guy listed as the front tire changer was not actually the front tire changer because of the way Gibbs is doing their new pit stops. Hmm. So the guy who actually fucked up did not get suspended. Well, that, and it's on the Jack man anyway. Uh, yeah. In theory. Yeah. But they, here's, here's what they, I mean, do they need to like cre- create some sort of lingo or some sort of signal that, Hey, I got the lug tight, drop the Jack. Like, I mean, I don't know. I feel like all this stuff will naturally work itself out. I don't think we need to really, other than maybe will looking it at the work itself route. Or I think so. Continue I, to try to get an advantage. They will. They um, all the time they can get time is money and time is positions. Yeah. But it's at some point it is not worth tearing your car up doing it. And it's not worth being fucked for four weeks are they really being fucked though i mean in a sense i i don't know yet i don't know yet yeah in a sense they are because i mean you're having to pull in the you're having to pull in a uh the second string guy yeah yeah Yeah. that's in in that way they are but also 
which that we'll get into that we'll get into in a second because i think that's dumb i think there definitely should be a penalty and i think it should be a penalty that's effective and not saying this isn't effective i don't believe it is it is as effective as it can but when it comes to something that this is ultimately comes down to a safety issue should i think the penalty ought to be points i mean honestly if you're gonna leave log none off not a substantial point i'm not saying you know drop the hammer on i'm like 50 points or something but it should be five or ten points you i think i i'm not comes off that's 10 points i'm not sold on those spots i'm not sold on points for like your first infraction on the season i am yeah, I just thought about this. I think you should lose your pit selection for four weeks. I like that. That would be a deterrent. Because some tracks, some tracks, your pit selection can win you or lose you the race. Um, that's a thought. I think if you continue to do it, yeah, maybe drop them 10, 20, 50 points. Like if they well, do it five, it if they do it five times, you know, in a season, yeah, by that we point. Can- we've been saying that for years as far as like reoccurring penalties for the same team. It's like Gibbs. I mean, how many times did they get popped for pre-race inspection? And it's like, it was a slap on the wrist every damn time. Well, if they don't, if they don't really penalize it, which going to the back is not really a penalty when your car is illegal. And we have a four and a half hour fucking race. Exactly. If it's, if that's the penalty, keep doing it. Until they decide that that's well, yeah, that's not the pin. Yeah, yeah, this is on NASCAR. Ultimately. Yeah, absolutely. NASCAR, uh, NASCAR is always, they've never really decided like the right times to drop the hammer. No, NASCAR no. could have benefited for a long time from maybe like a sliding penalty scale. Hey, this is your first time doing this thing. We really don't want you to do this thing. But this is the first time you've done it, and it's minor-ish. Don't do it again. Here's a slap on the wrist. Next time you do it, it's going to get worse. Next time it's going to get worse. And then the next time, you're going to be fucked. Well, and yeah, they already have it in – they have L1, L2 penalties and whatnot. And I think that, you know, that was going in the right direction. And I think now, you know, that's a good idea to have a sliding – like a scale, like you said. Yeah. but I mean, ultimately, I mean, this, <laughs> the Almendinger one, I mean, hell, that affected the outcome of the race because that was a very untimely caution for Kyle Bush and Alex Bowman, who were getting ready to have one hell of a duel for the win. Yeah. Um, and because that caution comes out, they get trapped a lap down, have to take the wave around. And they ended up, Bush ended up wherever the hell he ended up, and Bowman ended up uh, fifth. I mean, damn, dude, you fucked Kyle Bush on his birthday. Not in a good way. So yeah, spot off. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, if Kyle had won, that'd be the third damn time he won on his birthday. So they couldn't let that happen again. That would have been. He would have if he would have won yesterday. He would have never lost on his birthday. Yeah, that's Period. kind of incredible. Yeah, you could uh, say technically the race started the day before, so he's still got that streak going. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It, race has started on his birthday. He's yeah. undefeated. All I'm saying is Chase Elliott wasn't going to win this race had AJ Allmendinger's wheel not come off. Um, but I'll leave it at that. Uh, moving on. Um, Seth, you want to talk about one of your topics? Uh, fuck. What was my topics? Jesus oh, yes. Christ. Dirty air. 
Um, yes. Well, dirty air, but more or less, it's less dirty air. Well, it's dirty air, but more more of NASCAR's always tried to kind of they've tried way too hard to have one package that suits everything. And and okay. honest and it seems like they need to kind of go to more of a track type specific kind of model. Because we've seen this package, the 674 inch and the dual or not the dual, the diffuser, that works great on bigger tracks. It's proven. It's been fantastic. Anything smaller, like we saw Chris Busher get wicked fucking loose behind a lap car. And that's what lost him the lead early in the race. I'm not saying he would have won, obviously, but it's just, it's one of those things. Like, I don't think that would have really happened at a bigger track. And we've seen it not happen at a bigger track. And we were, guys were talking all day about how bad dirty air was. And we know that was a big issue at like Martinsville. So not that that was the only issue at Martinsville, but I think NASCAR really needs to look into getting a, shorter track package getting a bigger track package doing it like that like indycar we have at bigger tracks we have a certain package it kind of sucks half the time but we have a we have a package for it and then at road courses and and short ovals which i I guess we don't on your soap soap box but uh we don't need to be taking anything from indycar right now because that because no you're right but a couple indycar races this year and i haven't i've struggled to stay awake most of them I didn't, I didn't watch Barbara. I was mowing my lawn, but um, I was like, I got another race to watch today. And then that didn't happen. So I just yeah. didn't know what the hell to do with myself all day. But uh, yeah, anyway, IndyCar is not perfect, but they've got the right idea. <laughs> I think NASCAR well, needs to adopt this idea. Leave it to Seth for us to have the best Dover race we've had in forever. And Seth is talking about how every negative no i'm kidding um, no i mean I, I yeah i get what you're saying um that was the worst way i could have put it i i struggled getting through that so yeah, yeah apologies yeah, you did. You did. <laughs> um i was like fuck yeah, where am i going um, with this i'm sorry <laughs> anyway um yeah i mean dirty air was a thing but you're never gonna clean it up yeah, but the diffuser, I mean, yeah, it's meant to clean up the dirty air, and I get what you're saying. It doesn't work as well on these shorter tracks. I still thought we saw a good race. You could pass. You could get the guys. It worked. It worked. It wasn't as big of a problem because the track rubbered up and we had multiple grooves. Um, so that's why I kind of argue. I, I get your point about the shorter tracks for sure, um, but – I feel like Dover was fine just because we were able to, it was a multi-group track. I'd like to see more tire wear because mm-hmm. the tires didn't wear too much, but they've never fucking worn at Dover. I remember Jimmy Johnson beat Dale Jr. on no tires versus fresh tires in 2013. Like yeah. heads up. Granted, that was Dale Jr. versus Jimmy Johnson. Love Jr. to death, but that's Jimmy fucking Johnson. Yeah. Um, in his prime. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, so... I don't know. I'm, I was fine with the package. I don't really have a problem with it. They want to do something. Sure. But I, 
make broke don't fix it and i don't really see it being see it being broke i feel like i hope this bodes well for bristol i mean dover is a big bristol essentially um i hope this whole diffuser thing or whatever you know all these issues we had at martinsville i hope maybe it's just a flat track package and maybe you know worrisome for new hampshire but hopefully at a track like Dover or Bristol, where there are multiple grooves, more than there is at Martinsville, that will, and Bristol, as long as we bring a tire that rubbers up, which is another concern that we didn't have at Martinsville, I feel like that um, it could work. Um, for for so what that's it's... My, that's where I lie. I, I, I yeah. thought it was a good race. I don't want to, I don't, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. I don't want to risk NASCAR fucking it up. For what it's worth, I'm not really saying that the package was terrible or bad. Even. No, I don't think it was bad at all, but it's it's just there's an area of improvement and we got to talk about it. It's an area of, of improvement and it's an area that we've already been concerned about that didn't like show terribly, but it's just another, you know, just kind of <clears throat> I'm so sorry. Seth, I can't you know, talk today. This was the greatest race ever. Chase Elliott won. Oh yeah, I'm so sorry. Chase yeah. Elliott winning makes everything just so fucking exactly. fantastic. Yeah. But um, no, it's just it's just another thing with with the with the new car. <laughs> really with the new car, I just I just I want them to see potential issues and take care of them before they become a problem because we knew like obviously they weren't going to nail everything right away. So it, that doesn't bother me. I'm not. The only flaw I've seen is Martinsville so far. Yeah, but we haven't seen Bristol as a pavement track yet. And and I hope you're right, but Bristol being so small and how far you can drive in, I was expecting the Dover race to be really bad after, after practice yeah, and qualifying. I, was, I really, a lot of people, we thought it was going to be. I feel like everybody forgot about 2019. Every what do you mean? Because they were like they were sitting there talking about they're like we've never driven this far into the corner. I'm like, yeah, you have. Really? Yeah, well, yeah. yeah it's um short sighted, really. But yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I was concerned about this race coming in. I mean, practice we saw a lot of cars wrecking because they were on edge and cold tires and whatnot. But it was it was worrisome because a lot of guys. All we heard was it's going to be tough to pass. There's a lot of on throttle time. Yep. But once we got into the race, we somehow, some way, I mean, we, we saw guys, I mean, top to bottom, there was probably three grooves uh, by the end of the race yep. and guys could pass. Guys could pass. It was hard to pass, but it's supposed to be hard to pass. You're racing. You're professional racing. With, racing. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, if Kyle Bush couldn't get back through there, and people will say, well, yeah, he should have been able, he had the best car, he should have been able to get back up through there. But also. He's still racing against professional drivers yeah, in very good you cars. Think, you got to think, Kyle wasn't necessarily, for what I can remember, someone correct me if I'm wrong, Kyle wasn't in the back most of the day. Don't tell him how his car reacts in, in dirty air. It might just, it, sometimes that just happens. Yeah. Alex Bowman got through the field. Yeah. I don't Yeah. I, I thought it was. a, And, and that happens. Sometimes you have a car that's great out front and you get it back in the pack and, and you don't have it. You just don't. And that's, again, that's yeah. racing. So yeah. yeah. Um, anyway. But yeah, 
and go ahead with your next topic. Okay. We're working on the flow of this thing, guys. We'll, we'll get set there eventually. Seth is Seth is having an uncharacteristically off day. Uh, well, I say that Seth is terrible. <laughs> Seth, is, Seth is the. Why Seth's am I talking bad. about myself in the third Seth's person? Bad. I am the worst podcaster on NASCAR social I media. Can't I can't believe, believe. Small blade signed back on. Anyway, yeah. go ahead. Ignore the fact that Buddy doesn't know how to edit it, and his computer couldn't even get Premiere Pro. Um, <laughs> go ahead. Fuck. What did I tell you? My second topic was. Oh yeah, did Ford. You not write this down. Jeez. I don't have a. I don't. Oh, I do have a pen. Okay, now I have a pen. Dude, Seth's house is like the. It's like the bachelor pad from hell. You walk in there. You open the fridge. We have a clip from Talladega. We didn't put it in the safari. It's a little damn, better now. There's some we more. Damn sure should. No, I don't want to hear. It. Um, he had some syrup, some creamer, and like three beers. He had yeah. nothing in the freezer. I asked him one day, I'm like, Seth, you got any tape around here? No tape. No, not a single piece of tape to be found. I do now. And, I, and you just reminded me, doesn't own a pen. Does not own a single pen. Right he here. Own, he owns a single pen. That must be new. I must have left that there last time I was there. Don't go to Seth's house. He's got, no, I got Larson, this. He's got an impressive Larson collection. And that's about it. I got this when I voted in 2020. I don't know how I haven't lost it since then. <laughs> That's remarkable. Anyway, your second your second uh, item. I'm going to write it down. I mean, just say it. <laughs> no. Okay. I had to write it down to make it official. Um, Ford fucking sucks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, like. They're bad right now. Like, who's, who has been the best Ford? Blaney? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Blaney's like second in points, I'm pretty sure. I, I don't know how. But I mean, stage points. Yeah. It's the same thing with Elliot. Again, nothing against Elliot necessarily. I have a tire of his. Elliott. That's a Chase Elliott tire. That Buddy bought it for me. Yeah. <laughs> I Literally, this tire table I have is made out of a Chase Elliott Watkins Glen wind tire. I just pissed everybody off because I can't stand Chase Elliott, but yet I have a tire off of his first one car. Feel you could probably make, you could probably get a shit ton of money yeah, for that. Yeah, feel free to make an offer on that, anyone in the comments. Um, yeah, Ford is terrible this year right now. They got to figure something out. Yeah, I mean, you got to you gotta stop being so hard on Kevin. They're not doing that bad <laughs> compared to where the Fords are. Yeah, um, I, I, I'm more pissed off that one Chase Briscoe's got a win over Harvick, and then Eric Alvarol is actually running decent sometimes. That just irks the hell out of me. Um, so I'm used to Harvick is, being at least ten positions ahead of all his teammates. Yeah, that's true. Um, is Austin Cindric and Chase Elliott or Chase Elliott, Chase Briscoe? Are they the only Ford winners this year? I think. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Who's the it's other? Like, pen- yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, none so, of the Penske cars have won. Well, yeah. Cendric. I forgot about Cendric. Um, oh, Penske cars have won it, except for the Daytona 500. Um, I forget the Daytona 500 happens yeah. every year. Um, <laughs> yeah, Ford sucks. Um, Toyota's not great, and Chevy's just good right well, now. Well, it's just I like. You would say Chevy's like up in arms better than everybody. I mean, they are better than everybody else, but I wouldn't say they're outstanding. I think the other two teams are just two organizations are just not performing as well 
I don't think I don't think Gibbs is as far off as maybe they're not as far off. It would appear a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I mean, Truex was good. Bush has been solid the past couple weeks. Denny Hamlin's still well. Like Hamlin's gotten better. They haven't been bad everywhere. They have had the most unfortunate luck. Yeah, if he didn't, if it wasn't for bad luck, he wouldn't have no luck at all. Yes, Um, he. Yeah, they've run well a lot and just had something happen. This week was self-inflicted. They've they've run well the past four or five weeks. They haven't really – they didn't – they weren't running well before that, really. They ran well at Vegas. Are we talking about Hamlin or are we talking about Toyota? Hamlin. Uh, But, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, Toyota's had flashes of greatness, but Ford is just – yeah, like you said, it's just been – they've just been off. And they got to figure it out. Because, I mean, right now, if we were to look at the playoff picture right now, as far as one, we said 16 winners is possible. I still think it's possible, likely, probably not, not as likely as I thought it was a couple weeks ago. We're at nine now. We are at nine. But, I mean, who else is going to win? Seth? Truex? Truex is one. I have Truex. Um, Blaney, probably. Blaney, probably. Tyler Reddick. Tyler Reddick. Joey Logano, probably somewhere. Really? Joey finds a way to pull one out great. of his ass. He doesn't seem I, great right now. I didn't say he was great. I'm right saying like 30th. I'm not saying Joey Logano is great or good. Joey Logano right now. That's bold. Nah, yeah, I wouldn't do that. Yeah, no. <laughs> I think never mind. I'm not gonna say that. Um I think Joey could win at some point. Joey has this knack for pulling a race out of his ass at some point in the season. Um yeah. It's I, not guaranteed, definitely. Like Joey has been I forget he's on the track half the time. Yeah. Uh, they ran really well at Martinsville. That's like it, as far as I can remember. Oh, no, they they were close at Bristol for a little bit. Um, Either way, yeah, the Ford has just been – they've been really bad. Yeah. And there's – And they got – they got – Bristol has been good. Like NASCAR curbed the Fords somehow at the beginning of the season because they were too far ahead, remember? NASCAR had Ford make a change to the body somewhere. They were ahead of. Oh yeah, there was some. Yeah, damn it, what did they do? I yeah, I I never really heard what they did, but it was something to do with shit. Whatever it was, they went too far the other direction. I feel. Yeah. Was it something with the nose? I don't remember. Anyway, I yeah, would imagine I it was the nose. That. Yeah, yeah. Ford was too far, and yeah, they need to go back the other direction. Yeah, because sure. like yeah. if I'm Ford, I'm pissed because you got you got uh you got nerfed and then you got nerfed so fucking hard that you're back there with the never was and the has beens. Like yeah. that's that's gotta be infuriating. Yeah, I mean, because Chase Briscoe's really been the only strong Ford, and then mm-hmm. he's not even strong week to week. He's strong every I mean Harvick's been Harvick's been okay. He's been, He's he's been subpar for Kevin Harvick. Let's be honest. He's been subpar for Kevin Harvick the past two years. Yeah, he's been he's he has not improved or gotten worse than he was last year. I don't yes. feel. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. They need to do something. They need to figure something out. They need to get back what they lost or whatever. Yeah. Um, I, NASCAR maybe needs to look at that and be like, "Hey, why did we do this? And do we need to?" 
let them have some of that yeah. back. But you're not. I feel like I feel like unless they really vocalize it, they're not gonna they're not gonna get that. And I'm not hearing anybody really bitching out of the Ford camp. Well, we're not hearing them. They're not getting interviewed after the race. Uh, that's true. Yeah. Um, we'll get our get our man Noah Lewis and Peter Strada. Get our million there. On there. Um, reporters. Um, One of our several friends in the NASCAR media center. <laughs> yeah. Um, I got, we'll, we'll get into this. Uh, Ross Chastain and Martin Truex got, had a little tiff there at the end of the race. I mean, it was a 400-lap race, and they – we're talking about going fishing. They were talking about going fishing. Um, they it was four hundred lap race, and they ran next to each other. Probably three hundred and eighty nine of them. Uh, <laughs> they raced each other all day long, and it got down to the end of the race. Truex trying to get by him, and Chastain chopped him a little. A little chopped him a little. And Martin nerfed him in the back, and then lost it, wrecked, um, yep. and then went up and. Had a chat with Chastain, um, presumably not too happy with the way he was raced, but Martin Truex is a bitch. Like, I'll just, bro. I don't know. No, I mean, because here's the thing. You, one, it's Ross Chastain. What do you fucking expect? He's proven he, j- he doesn't give a fuck. And to his credit, it's gotten him where he is right now. Uh, but also, yeah, you're racing for whatever, third, fourth, whatever they were racing for. But also, it's the last lap. I mean, you could argue, yeah, give him another corner, but he didn't really – it's not like he chopped him. It's not like he was there. I don't yeah, know. I mean, it was – he got there late he got off there the late. corner. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. I, I don't, don't know. know. I don't have a problem with it because no. it's not like he went up – no, I don't have a problem with, with Ross. I don't have a problem with, with Martin being upset about it either, but – because like Martin didn't necessary. Martin didn't go up there and try and fight the guy. He just went up there to talk with him. Like it's not I I I see this as a as a non-deal. It's not yeah. a I don't know. Maybe that's just me. Yeah, and I mean I don't know. Martin Truex going up and talking to somebody holds zero weight for me. I think Martin Truex is the he all he does is talk. All yeah. Martin Truex is it's talk. He proved it in 2018 at Martinsville. When he said whatever the fuck he said, he ain't gonna win the battle. But you can win the battle, but he ain't gonna win the damn war. And then you let Joey Logano pass you to win the championship last year. Martin Truex has proven he has no backbone. He doesn't stick up for himself. He'll go up there and he'll he'll talk to you. Don't even go up there and talk to Ross. I'm sorry. Don't go up there and talk to him because what the fuck are you gonna do? Threaten to wreck him, and then huh? don't do it. He's not. Yeah, exactly. You're gonna, threaten, <laughs> you're gonna threaten to wreck him. I'm sure he said something along the lines of "What the fuck, dude?" And just uh, next time, you know, you expect the same from me. Guess what? Next time, Truex is gonna give him the lane. Oh yeah, absolutely. He's and gonna like, he's gonna pull a half slider like Larson did at the end of the yeah. feature on Saturday. It, it doesn't matter. You're talking to a brick wall. Ross Chastain doesn't give a fuck. Ross Chastain has proven he does not give a fuck. He's gonna walk his walk, and you know, honestly. It's it's gotten him this far. I think eventually he's going to run into a Joey Logano situation where he fucks with the wrong person and he gets sent into the turn one wall at Martinsville. Um, if he can get there nowadays, I mean, yeah, honestly, <laughs> but I mean, he he's putting Ross is putting himself on people's list. Martin Truex's list would be the least of my worries. Um, 
but he the way he is racing he's getting put on some lists um you're frozen no you're not um you were and also he's probably <laughs> on uh he's probably on daniel suarez's list because daniel suarez has got to been got to be feeling the heat i mean good i work. i would imagine yeah yeah this is Suarez one of suarez's best tracks i think statistically it is his best track he ran like 13th all day yeah and i mean he sent it in there underneath corial joy uh and just being stupid and yeah. wrecked himself and oh, they got to look at radio communication apparently it payback for coda and it was one of the number one rule of stock car race and learn how to wreck someone without wrecking yourself that's and even that's even worse mom. than i thought but as far as running 13th goes that's coming from mom so yeah and i trust your mom when it comes yeah, to daniel suarez's she, radio she listens to daniel suarez's radio more than she listens to the actual damn race yep that i can confirm yeah. um I think they need to maybe look at driver crew chief pairing. That's what the I was thinking. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and I I'd hate to do that because Daniel's had so many damn crew chiefs throughout his career. Like it's yeah, nice it's to have true. some stability, to, but it doesn't seem to be gelling. Yeah. They need to switch something up. I mean, something they got to figure out. They got to figure out whether it's the car or the driver, because yeah. <clears throat> excuse me, if it's the, if it's if it's the car, you really got a problem on your hands because you got one that's up here, up here in the top five, and you got one that's top fifteen at best. Well, yeah. not top fifteen at fifteen at best, but top fifteen most weeks. Yeah. Um, but if the if it's the driver, then you need to figure out either what Daniel needs or you need to reevaluate program. Which I yeah. hate to say that because I love Daniel Suarez. I think he's a great driver. I think he can do this. He's had flashes of greatness when he's has ever, when Daniel Suarez has everything go right. He has the potential to be a winning Cup Series driver. But the problem is, there's not a lot of times where he has shit go right for him. Yeah, and you, there's you know who had a lot of bad luck. You know he's who had a lot of Daniel, shit against him. Yeah, but. He's also put himself in a lot of bad situations as well. Daniel is starting to remind me of Martin Trix Jr. circa most of his career. Mm. That's what I was thinking. I yep. was thinking that the other day. I was thinking that the other day. I don't think he's quite on Martin Trix's level. Yeah, I don't think he's quite as good, but we've seen we've but, seen he's a good driver at yeah. minimum, a good driver. Yeah. At maximum a very good driver. I wouldn't call him quite great. I haven't seen yeah. that yet. I but he, yeah, yeah. He's but a B to C driver right now. He she probably has the potential to be an A minus or B driver. Yeah, at least. Yeah. And I I agree wholeheartedly. They need to figure something out. They figure need to figure out some sort of combination because, I mean, he's shown this year that given the right car, Daniel can perform. But also Ross Chastain's proven either Ross Chastain's getting all the right cars or he's or Ross Chastain's even right car, wrong car, three tires, four tires, whatever. Danny Hamlin approached three wheels. Um, he's he's good everywhere. Ross is just good everywhere. Um, it could also, I mean, we've seen we've seen for years uh, cars from the same team not run as well, and and it. Back then, it would have been likely 
to just be resources and what you're putting into the car. Yeah. Nowadays, since they're all bought at Walmart, um, <laughs> I had to, I had to get a Cobbush yeah. quote in there. Yeah. Uh, nowadays, since they're all bought from the same place and they're all the same, allegedly, not really, but they're all the same. Um, it could just literally be, they're trying the same strategy or formula or, or whatever with Ross and Daniel. And it really, really, really works for Ross. Yeah. And it, it, what they bring to the track just works for him. It works for his driving style, whatever. And it just really doesn't work. It really just doesn't work for Daniel. That could absolutely be what it is. And they got to get, and they just have to get to the point. This is the first time they've been a two car team. So they would just have to work through the fact that, okay, what we're doing with Ross works great. We need to keep doing that. But what we're doing with Daniel doesn't really work that well. Uh, I'm glad you said that because I was about to roast Justin Marks. I love Justin Marks. I think what he's doing is amazing, but I was about to call him out because he says, you know, this is a two car team, but it's a two, it's one team working on two cars or whatever the fuck he said. Something, yeah. something inspirational, like we are all a team quote. Um, all our merch has one and 99 yeah, on it. Exactly that. Yeah. Um, and I was about to be like, Justin Marks is full of shit. <laughs> I don't think he is. No, I, I don't think he from, is. I think yeah. what it is is what you said. They what they got something, they're doing everything as a team, and what works for Ross doesn't work for Daniel, and they need to separate that. So that's a yeah. flaw that they need to work out there, and hopefully they do. I think I think they'll get there. I think, honestly, I think Justin, I Daniel from what I've seen. Barely should be in the playoffs. I think Justin believes in Daniel. I think he believes him enough in enough. I think he believes him in him enough that he will work to make sure they find that. Yeah. He's not just going to cut bait like Gibbs or Stuart Haas did. He's going to figure it out. I think they will. I think it might not even happen soon enough to get them in the playoffs. He's invested in the process. Exactly. It's all, it's still, I still think despite the fact that they've had all the success with Ross, I still think it's going to be the process with the 99 yeah. team. They just got to get to the point where the process ends with them either in the top five on a fairly regular basis or winning regularly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Before we get into probably the latter portion of the show, going to do the happy cat Kevin Harvard report. Um, happy has failed to be here for the happy cat Kevin Harvard report for the past couple weeks, um, mainly because he's been very disappointed in um, his namesake's performance. Harvick again ran about 15th all day, well, about 10th to 13th all day. Ended up wherever the fuck he ended up. I think he ended up with a top 10. And yeah, so chalking it up. Um, we'll go ahead and announce it. The beard's going away. So it was kind of win. it was Darlington <laughs> to Darlington or until Harvick won, and unfortunately, it's Darlington to Darlington. So that's been your happy cat, Kevin Harvick. That was the least enthused happy cat Kevin Harvick report I have ever it's heard. It's coming from a very unenthusiastic Kevin Harvick fan at the moment. And and I feel you. Yeah. Um, there was a point in time where I did experience this exact bush. Buddy, believe it or not, uh, you know this, but believe it or not, there was a point in time where I was in the exact same boat you were. I I 
fucking said out loud after the Charlotte Roval in 2019, Kyle Larson will never win again with Chip Ganassi Racing. That only took one week for me to be disproven. Oh, but shit. I was sitting here thinking, I'm like, damn, you were right. <laughs> I forgot he won Dover. Yeah. Then he literally wins the next week. And guess what I was doing? Not watching on TV. I went yeah. to the damn football game. I was listening on the radio. Anyway. Anyway. Um, Thought that was interesting enough to say. Yeah. Realizing well, now it probably on. wasn't. <laughs> was not i was not invested i was figuring out what we were going to talk about next Um, well i haven't got to my third point yeah i was about to say go ahead and give us your third point okay you know what your third point was i do i wrote it down kind of okay but i i do know what it is okay um the the five team is coming back and they are being slept on hard and i wanted to make this point that was your third point I don't think that was originally my that third point, but that's what no. that down quick. I don't give a shit. We're recording now. I'm the editor. I can do what I want. Um, a lot was made. Now, first of all, uh, another correction from last week. Yes, indeed. Tyler Mon did clear Kyle Larson. That is why he wrecked the field. Uh, we're going to continue. Um, uh, the five team has been surprisingly very good so the past few shit. weeks. <laughs> You do the happy cat Kevin Harvick report. I can do the cow cat Kyle Larson report. I don't care. Let me start this like a Kyle Larson interview or buddy um, ordering ranch. Only only you, only you. It would be a Chase Elliott win. We barely talk about Chase Elliott, and you find a way to talk about how great Kyle Larson is right now. Anyway, go ahead. I didn't say they're great right now. I said they're coming back. Go ahead, little buddy. You figure it out. Hang on, let me read. Let me. Buddy, as in little me, but you know. Go ahead. Oh, you can't see little Kyle. Little Kyle's over here. I got a little Alex now. Anyway, yeah, you got a little Alex. Let me start this like a Kyle Larson interview or Buddy ordering ranch. Uh. Okay. Um. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. It's hundred percent true. It's so true. I'll pull up to a drive-through and have to, Seth will either be on the phone with me or in the car with me. And they will ask me, you want any sauces? And I'll say, I'll say, uh, and I'll maybe say, uh, for about 0.2 seconds. And Seth's like, you want ranch. You want ranch. You get ranch every time. And literally every time it, I go, uh, ranch. It yeah. Never fails. Never it's fails. like, I've gotten to the point where they say, do you it's want like any Ryan sauce? Blades I just pick her, pick her fucking up. When he yeah. Blades. It's gotten to the point where if I'm in the car, and they say, do you want any sauce? I go, ranch, ranch. <laughs> God, you didn't have to yell that. Jesus. Yeah. I apologize. I do yell normally. But uh, anyway, yes, the uh, the five team has been steadily very solid. Um, I think they have four top fives in the past, like, five weeks. Something like that. Cool. You want a donut? Um, no. But they're going to Kyle's statistically best track. Uh, we'll get into that. I have the statistics here on my phone. Uh, when ahead, we start, give them to us. we're gonna give them to you. All right. Actually, no. Wait, wait for wait. Get wait for Dar- us to talk about Darlington. Okay. Let's, look, let's go ahead. And, anyway, uh, so yeah, they haven't like had race winning speed, but they've been pretty good, and 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 they're gonna start you know clicking them off here in a little bit. I think. Anyway, that was the Kyle Cat Carol Kyle Larson report. I mean, I'm sorry, the uh Kyle Cat 
Kyle Larson. <laughs> you done? Um, yeah, I'm done. Okay, good. That segment will not be returning next week. <laughs> it absolutely will be because you can. No, I can't say that. Yeah. Um, can't say that either. Anyway, um, sundress dumbass for this week. Sundress, who you got? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I didn't watch the race really. Um, You're not supposed to admit that. I was at work. He it was, was a Monday work. race. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, yeah. You didn't get the damn letter from Marcus Smith excusing you from work. I don't think my work would have given a crap. But oh, okay. Anyway. Yeah. Go ahead. They own me. Um. Anyway. I guess Sundress needs to be like Ricky Stenhouse Jr. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. I forgot it. I forgot he existed. Yeah. yeah. I finished second. Yeah. I was praying for a damn caution. <laughs> that would have been a hell of a battle. I mean, Ross and Chase was a fucking fantastic battle. And I wanted to see that go. Um, Because they would have undoubtedly wrecked each other. Um, and would've then Ricky awesome. Stenhouse would have 100% wrecked Chase Elliott. Um, yeah. Um, okay, so you're going with Stenhouse? Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think if I have a counter-argument for that one. I mean, obviously you could go Elliott. We're not going to do that. No. But you could. <laughs> um. Um, we're going to go – yeah, yeah I'll, I'll, I'll fuck some Stenhouse. We'll do that. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, he it seems like the answer. only, the only like rock solid answer. Dover to this. seems like a Stenhouse type track, but I can't recall him doing very well at Dover any time in the past. Yeah, I don't. Doesn't, but now that he's gotten a good run there, it makes sense. Yeah, seems like he should have him all the time, but he doesn't really. That's but. another guy, man. I feel like uh, I feel like they they could get that team consistent. I feel like he could be a he could be a dark horse for like the playoffs or something because he could sneak into a win a, a fucking Bristol or something. Well, I guess that's in the playoffs. Anyway, go ahead, um, dumbass. Um, dumbass. I don't know. I really want to give it to. Um, sorry, there's an F one race going on outside my fucking house. <laughs> um, <laughs> The Miami GP is right there. <laughs> um, no, the Miami I, Grand Prix has moved to Raleigh. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> dumbass. I really want to give it to give it to whoever. Um, sixteen. Sixteen. They didn't really fuck. Yeah, because they fucked up out Alex Bowman and Kyle Busch having an epic duel to end. Um. Epic duel. I don't know. You got anybody for dumbass? I was going to go with uh, the 11 team. That's a good one. Yeah, that's what I was going to go with. I wasn't going to single out one guy because, like, everybody has the same idea, which is go so damn fast that you definitely are going to fuck something up. Yeah. Dude, Denny Hamlin, man. Good Lord. I mean, we said it just a second ago, but, like, the man was leading the race. The motherfucker. Hold on. I'll talk about that here in a second. Um, can you lean forward like 11, a little bit? Oh, sorry. Um, even the the eleven teams good. Also, shit, I just had one and I forgot it. Um, 
I was oh, I, I was gonna say Martin Truex Jr. Um, that's solid. Yeah. Um, nah, we'll go with the eleven team. I, I like. That. I was thinking also you could also go Denny Hamlin himself for trying to avoid Cody Ware by going to the bottom at Dover. Like, where do you well, think the car so is going to go, Denny? I heard something interesting about this is what you, it's hard to it's hard to make a make a rash correction with these cars. Like mm. he he was already kind of from what I heard was kind of still chasing it coming off the corner. Hamill was? Yeah, and that's okay. why yeah. So, I want the I want That's a, that's fair then. Attribute that to Denny Hamlin. Um, and also yeah, if you've been in an accident then yeah you know you don't really have that much time to think about yeah. it um a little, yeah 11 team yeah i mean okay. it has to be and and you know if they're if that happens just slightly differently they probably put up the fastest fucking four tire stop in nascar history again yeah but um yeah bitch and scale bitch and scale okay so what 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 are we criterying it as? We're gonna go highest being the high we were on after Saturday night interviewing Kyle Larson. Okay. And then lowest being Monday at about th- between two thirty and three fifteen, whenever Chase Elliott won that fucking race. Okay. I'm gonna fuck. I'm going to put it at where the top groove was at Dover. I'm going like to put that. it like five that. feet under where the top groove was at Dover. You are an asshole. Um, I thought it was a solid race. Like I said, um, yeah, it was good. Seth, Seth thought it was the worst race ever. Um, That's clearly what I just said, yes. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I thought it was a good race. I thought it was one of the better Dover races we've seen in a long time. Um, and I like the package here. I think it worked well, and I'm excited to – never mind, we don't have a second Dover race this year. Um, so that's unfortunate. Um, yes, it is. Yeah. I'd they rather should, have a second Dover a, than a second um, – well, any Texas races, put it that way. Yeah, they could they could knock out a Texas race as SMI now. They could do a double – I think it should do a double header at Dover. But like 300-mile races or 300-lap races, doesn't matter. Um, and then we should bring back the doubleheader at Pocono, but we got to get rid of a track. I vote New Hampshire. Um, mm, I vote. Maybe not New Hampshire. Though. I vote one of the fucking Las Vegas races. I like Vegas now, but it doesn't need two dates. Sorry. I vote one of the road courses. I, I don't vote one of the road courses. Yeah, it's true. I don't either, actually, now that I think about it. In fact, I want to add a road course. Daytona. <laughs> well, we could we could just take away one of one of the plate Daytona races. Well, yeah, that's true. Yeah, and still take away. I don't know. Anyway, off topic. Uh, picks, picks, picks. Um, yeah, that's what I was gonna say about Denny oh, Hamlin. Those we haven't picks. started our preview yet. Oh, you mean our previous picks? Well, I was just gonna go ahead. anyway. Picks. Yeah. Sorry. Um. Yeah, Denny Hamlin. They really, they really had to go and lead the race and then make a three-tire pit stop and just fuck me over in my pick. Denny Hamlin, for the first time this year, was going to beat Ross Chastain. 
Danny Hamill won a race this season. You you realize that, right? You knew what I fucking meant, you fucking asshole. Um, and of course, because I picked them, you have pulled away to a, a, a sizable lead. It is nineteen to twelve um, in the picks right now. And I thought I had nineteen last I, week. No. Okay. And yep. So life is pain. Mountain Dew and Coca-Cola guy review thumb right there. Okay. Um, what you got? Um, what you All got right, let's, over? Let's hear, let's, you, let's hear you uh, jack Kyle Larson off. Oh, well, that's not for Dover. It's for Darlington. Or Darlington, yeah. All right. Okay. So this is the um, – this is what I've chosen to allow myself to be pissed off at. Um, it's been a running gag between Buddy and I that – that is the most accurate statement I've ever heard in my fucking life right there. <laughs> okay, go ahead. It's been a running joke between uh, Buddy and I that uh, Kyle Larson at every Dover race, Darlington, Darlington you, you fucked me up. That's your fault. Um, at every Darlington race that we've been at together, that Kyle has finished no worse than third, no better than second. I don't think I've been to a Darlington race that you weren't at that call 15 well one time anyway go ahead okay finish 10th that so yeah go ahead <laughs> doesn't Just work Speak why do i remember that he finished 10th anyway um kyle in eight darlington races okay. has an average finish of 5.5 It's eight because okay. he didn't run the three in yep. 2020. I, I'm, yes. Yep. Uh, he has less than a hundred less laps led at Darlington in 11 starts than Denny Hamlin, who has four wins. 11 starts or 11 less starts? 11 less starts. There you go. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Denny has 19. Kyle has eight. Okay. Denny has 744 laps led. And Kyle has 656. Okay. Um, yes. The only other guy with more laps led, it, oh, the only two guys with more laps led active in the field. Okay, Greg Biffle doesn't count. Harvick and Martin Truex Jr. are the only other guys with more laps led. And they both have... 19 and 28 starts respectively. So Kyle in eight starts has led 656 laps, finished in the top five, five times and finished in the top 10, seven times. The only non top 10 finish was 2017 when they had a tire problem at the end of the race. I wasn't there, but um, <laughs> so yes. And what this all boils down to is that he is going to finish second again this weekend. Yes. So who are you picking for Darlington to win the race? I I don't know. I still can't pick anybody I've picked previously. Okay. Um, I guess – fuck, I, I've picked him. Brian Blaney, I've picked him. You um, – no, oh, Ryan Blaney. I, I hope I have because Ryan Blaney is terrible at Darlington. <laughs> okay. Um, man, 
Who am I going to pick? Have I picked Kevin Harvick? You have not picked Kevin Harvick. All right. So for shots and goggles, I'm going to pick Kevin Harvick. Well, Kevin's slated to have a great run at Darlington now. Um, <laughs> or at least a better run than who? He's not going to win, but yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck yes. I haven't picked Martin Truex yet. Martin Truex. <laughs> fuck yeah. All right. Pick there Martin we go. Truex Jr. So yeah, anyway, Kyle Larson is going to finish second. Wait, hold on. <laughs> I might, I might redact that. That pick is unredactable, sir. Fuck you. You've redacted like 17 Martin Truex picks this year. Um, I haven't said them out loud. No, I'm going to save them. Yeah, Martin Truex. Yeah, Martin is definitely going to win the race. <laughs> uh, I don't know if he's definitely. By like three car lengths over Kyle Larson. Yeah. Um, Martin will yeah, be on like. 800 lap old tires and Kyle will be just moving and, and Martin will win the race. Yeah, probably. Um, throwback weekend. It'll be a fun time. Um, the buddy boy Safari will be on site at Darlington raceway. That'll be a fun, 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 fun time. Um, Darlington, we'll probably where... see in like three weeks. <laughs> um, Darlington, Darn. it's where the podcast all started. So that's fun to return to that. Um, yeah, I'm excited. Throwback weekend's always a fun weekend. We'll have. Uh, well, Let's try and find some of the people we saw last time. We probably <laughs> won't be able to. No. Um, I will be in throwback spirit. Seth never really is. Um, I'll buy the five shirt. That's probably it. Of course you will. Um, <laughs> any, any last words? I don't know. I, I'm sorry for anybody who watched the whole podcast. I've been terrible. But anyway. Yeah. I, that's sorry. not news to anybody, but yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry to myself for having to sit here through the last part of that podcast. Okay. Chase Elliott won. Okay. Thanks for watching. Comment, like, subscribe, do whatever you do on a podcasting service, and we will see y'all next week.